Um, if you'd like to turn someone near, near you and just ask them, who's your favourite character in the story of Christmas? Who's your favourite? Okay, so can I take a guess? Right, give us a wave if um, give us a wave if Mary is your favourite. Yeah, so quite a few of you like Mary. I'm quite a fan of Mary. I love that God kind of meets her in the middle of this kind of, she's going to get engaged and God goes, well, now you're going to be pregnant. And if I was her, I'd be like, this is not great timing, God. What are you doing? But she doesn't. She says yes. She's amazing. And all the way through her life, she continues to say yes to God, even though it was difficult and inconvenient. Anyone chose Joseph? Yeah, I think Joseph's pretty amazing as well. If your fiancé was pregnant, you'd have some worries, wouldn't you? And yet Joseph again says yes to God, and I think he's amazing. Uh, anyone for the shepherds? Ooh, quite a few of us for shepherds. I quite like the shepherds in that they're quite simple, aren't they? Like they don't get to rock up with good gifts. Like they basically just rock up as themselves to come and meet Jesus. And I quite like that about them. Because sometimes that's all I've got, isn't it? I just rock up, just me, and God sees me and loves me and knows me. There might be all sorts of other people that you could have chosen, but of course, who have you chose Jesus? See, there's the A-star students. (laughs) And so we're thinking a little bit today about kind of why did Jesus come and what was it all about? So a little clip to get you thinking. Could we start it again with some... Oh, there we go. Look! How sweetly pretty. Is that the place? No. Cool, look at that. Is that a magic car? It must be the cousins. It can't be the cousins. They're not due till tomorrow. Oh, it's on the back. They must be so rich. They've got a chauffeur. Where are we? We're in the land of poo. Duck poo, hen poo, cow poo, goat poo. Poo as far as the eye can see. Here we are then. How'd you get? In fact, it's the British Museum, poo. I've gone completely insane, Blenkinsop. Mummy would never send me to a place like this. Take me home. <laughs> you see, there are savages. I refuse to leave the car. We put a sock in its seals. We've got no choice. Take me home right now. And you know why we've got no choice, too. So let's just stop pretending we're here because of bombs. Greetings, oh, covered in poo people. Do you speak English? You're early. Yes, poo man. We have come from far away. Far. From the land of soap and indoor toilets. It's panto season. It's behind you. (laughs) Sorry, that was poor. (laughs) 
So that is from Nanny McPhee, and it's all about this sort of situation where the rich cousins who live in the city had to leave because it was World War II, and they had to go and stay with their family in the country. And the thing that they noticed, of course, was the poo and the muck and the smell, and it was horrible. But I wondered, as Jesus came from heaven to earth, what would he have noticed? What would have grated with him? What would have struck him? What would have made him think? I had a few kind of musings about that. Perhaps it was the way people treated each other. He'd never had to live alongside people who treated each other quite as badly as he must have met people on earth. Perhaps it was because people had to work hard to go and find time to go and talk to God, whereas he'd always been in the presence of his heavenly father. Perhaps it was something else. I wonder what were the things that really kind of jolted with him and made him think, oh, this is a really different experience and much more difficult, perhaps. There were some huge differences, weren't there, between the clip and what Jesus went through. And probably the biggest one, I would have said, is that Jesus came on purpose. He wasn't sent by somebody else. He wasn't made to come. Instead, Jesus comes because he loves each one of us. And he wanted to open that way for us to know him for ourselves. Now, each year, something different strikes me about Christmas. But this year, it's really about, for me, what did Jesus go through in leaving everything up there to come down here? And what does that then tell me about how he feels about us? Because you don't go through all that for nothing. You'd want to go through that for people who really matter to you. And so this Christmas, as you celebrate, I hope that that might strike you again. You might be reminded again how much God loves you and is for you. And that that might lead us in 2023 to really put him again at the middle of our lives and say, God, I thought that maybe you were over here, but actually I need to have you in the middle of everything in my life because you love me so much and I want to love you just like you love me. Let me just pray for us. So Father, we thank you so much for Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, that you came from heaven, all that was amazing up there, down to earth, to live as one of us so that we could know you. We thank you, God, that you know each of our names. And this Christmas, we're particularly grateful that you came. We thank you so much. And we pray, God, that you'd help us to put you in the middle of our lives as you were meant to be. God, we give you thanks and we worship you. And we pray, God, for the rest of this Christmas season, Lord, that we would be mindful and aware of you, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.